are listening to New Life Before. We pray that this message encourages you and helps you stay Jesus-focused. Today, I know that we're going to have a really good time. Amen? Amen? Can I tell you a funny one? I, 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 I heard this recently, you know. There was a pastor. Okay, I shared this the other day. <laughs> These guys know. There was a there was a pastor who uh, uh, you know who was wanting to raise some funds for a particular project in his church, and so he told his congregation. He said, "You know, um, we're going to take up a special offering, and uh, the person who puts the biggest offering in this offering will get to choose three hymns. Three hymns, you know. Obviously, it's not new life because you know I don't think you sing hymns here. No, I'm just joking, uh, but." But he, this pastor uh, announced it, and so the, the, in that church, they, they, they used an offering plate to go around. And uh, when, when it came back to the pastor, he noticed that in all, among all the offerings, there was a $1,000 bill. So, I mean, what's the biggest, biggest note there? So, of course, the pastor said, now, who gave this $1,000 bill? And back in the crowd, there was uh, Miss Rosie, who was very shy, but you know, it's me, Pastor. I put the $1,000 bill. And so he, he invited Miss Rosie up to the front and he said, you know, as I promised, Miss Rosie, you get to choose three hymns. And so Miss Rosie looked around the whole congregation. She said, I choose him and him and him. Oh my. <laughs> That was a good one, huh? Well, are you ready for the Word of God today? Oh, hey, by the way, that's, that invitation from Pastor Giselle is also an invitation, an invitation from us. 21st of May, 2016, Jesus Festival, Malaysia. Your pastors are going to be there ministering. Pastor Paul Chase is going to be there ministering. You know, Pastor Philip Mantofa is going to be there ministering. And, you know, amazing. All the blessings uh, that God's going to bring into our nation at Jesus Festival this coming year. So, we welcome you. We invite you to come. Come and be with us. Start uh, finding good fares. And uh, book early. Come to Malaysia. Amen? Don't forget, block your calendar. 21st of May, 2016. Come to Malaysia. Okay. Let's go to the word this morning. See, I just said morning again. Help me, Gabe. All right, Ezekiel 37. I want to talk to you about coming to life today. I believe that, I believe that, um, that God wants to infuse every single one of us today with more of His life. He wants to give us more of Himself today. Because you know, the moment that more of Jesus is infused into us, we're going to start growing. We're going to start winning. We're going to start being more and more victorious. We're going to, we're going to overcome more because Jesus is in us. And more of Him means more victory. Amen? Hallelujah. So let's look at the Word together. Uh, verses 1 to 14 of uh, Ezekiel chapter 37. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the Spirit of the Lord. And set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. 
Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Now, God told Ezekiel to prophesy to these dry bones in this valley. And he said to him, say to them, hear the word of the Lord. Now tell the person next to you, hear the word of the Lord. Amen. I I believe that today you are going to receive a very special word from the Lord for your life. For your situation, for your condition, for your future, a a word from the Lord is going to come to you today, like never before. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is already, even right now, speaking to you. Do you know that? Do you know that the Holy Spirit is is so powerful that even even right now I can be just speaking here, but He can be talking to every single one of you personally. Amen. Because He loves you and He is able to do that. So it says here um, in verse number 5, And thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to bone. And indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry and our hope is lost and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves, and I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land, then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, as you read this very long passage of scripture. A few things that I want to just bring up to you. Number one, God brought Ezekiel to a valley 
that was full of dry bones. Now dry bones speak to us about lifelessness. There's no life there. Amen? There's no life in those bones. But God said to Ezekiel, if you will declare upon these bones, and if you will speak the word of the Lord upon these bones, then life would come into them. And the Bible says that the moment Ezekiel did as he was told, as he obediently spoke the word of the Lord to those dry bones, those dry bones begin to rattle. Those dry bones begin to come together. And the Bible says that, that God put sinews on them. Flesh came upon them. They were no longer just dry bones. But they were now forming into a living being. And, and God spoke to, to Ezekiel. And he said to them, I said to him, speak to these bones and declare breath to come upon them. The breath of God to come upon them. And the Bible tells us that the moment that Ezekiel did that, life came into those bones and they stood up. The Bible says like a great army. Can you imagine this? Can you just imagine what would have happened on that day as Ezekiel obeyed the Lord? Wow. Just, just to see those bones, you know, rattling, coming together and becoming an army. See, that's what God can do to dead, dry things. To things that are hopeless, things that are helpless, things that, that seemingly have been cut off, things that have no hope in. God will infuse life. And the moment He infuses life, His life into those situations, those situations change immediately and they come alive. They come alive. I believe that some of you here today, some of you here today, you've, you, you're here in church this evening and you're going through some real, real challenges in your life. As much as you've received so much of the Word of God, so much of, of truth here in church, but when you go home, when you, when you face in your place of work, in your community, in your, in your families, you're, you're facing some serious challenges, some of you. And some of you are, are struggling with how to deal with those challenges. But I want you to know today that God wants to breathe life into you. He wants to just speak His life into you. Amen? The life of Jesus into you. Because the moment that Jesus gets in you and more of Him is in you, you're going to have victory after victory after victory. You're going to have, you know, healing after healing after healing. You're going to have breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. You're going to have provision after provision after provision. God's going to do amazing things in your life. Amen? Because He loves you and He cares for you. And so today I want to challenge you to look to Him. Because there's so much of life that He wants to give to you. And I am going to, by faith, declare upon you, just like Ezekiel did, the life of God to come on you today. That yes, whatever dead situation in your life, whatever areas of hopelessness and helplessness in your life, today life will come to you and you will never be the same again. And you will rise up and, 
if you've been bowed down, you will rise up. If you've been discouraged, you will rise up today. If you've been beaten, if you've been defeated, today you will rise up and you will never be the same again. Because the life of God is coming upon you. It's coming upon you today to infuse more of Jesus upon you. Hallelujah. You know, life came into the bones when the word of the Lord was spoken over it. Jesus is the living word. And when Jesus is declared over any dead situation, it comes alive. Every time that you face any situation in your life that seems dead or seems hopeless, just speak Jesus over it. Amen? You just speak Jesus over that situation and it will change. It will change. You know, the problem with us is we've been speaking everything else but Jesus over the situation. And then we're wondering why it's not changing. We're wondering why is it still the same? Why, why is my situation not changing? Why am I still in this place? Well, you know, because you haven't spoken Jesus over that. Amen? If you declare His hand upon this, if you declare His power upon it, you know what? It will change. It will change. If you are in poverty, it will change. You will begin to move in prosperity. Amen? If you are sick, it will change and you will begin to become well. Amen? So whatever it is, He is able to change it. But you've got to declare Him over the situation. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah! The dry bones are a representation of our lives. And I want to ask you three questions today. The first one, is there, is there dryness in your life today because of sickness in your bodies? Some of us, our bones are dry because we are sick. Sickness has robbed us of our peace, of our joy, of our future. But it should not continue that way. Amen? Because we have a God who is able to deliver us and set us free. The Bible tells us in Psalm 103 and verse 3 that it is God who forgives all your iniquities and who heals all your diseases. All your iniquities and all your diseases. He forgives you of iniquities. You know what iniquities are? An iniqu iniquity is a, it's a willful sin. So, Praise God that our sins are covered. Amen. Whether willful or not, it's covered. Praise God. He's got it all covered for us. He loves us so much. And it says in His Word that He heals all our diseases. Now, now think for, for a moment. He says that He forgives all our iniquities. Do you, do you agree with that? Do you believe that? I mean, seriously, do you believe that? That you are forgiven? That you have been set free? You, you, God, God, God is not holding anything against you? Amen? But He also says He heals all your diseases. In the same breath, the Scripture says He forgives all your iniquities and He heals all your diseases in the same breath. Now, 
What that means is, you are already healed. You are already healed. Amen? Just as you are already forgiven, you are already healed. Now you got to receive that healing from the Lord. Well, it doesn't mean that you will not be attacked by sickness. You will be. You may be. But you've got healing that comes from God. Amen. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, I, I had this, this terrible attack on my shoulder. It, it was uh, uh, inflammation of my shoulder. I was exercising and, and, and I got this inflammation on my uh, uh, joint here. And it, it was excruciating. It was very painful. I could hardly lift it up. And it was so painful uh, that, you know, on that night, uh, it was, it was uh, on, on Friday night, Saturday, the whole day, I was, a uh, whole night, I mean, on, on, on Friday night while I was asleep, I couldn't sleep. It was, it was so painful. I was in so much of pain. I was just waiting for daylight. You know what that feels like? You know, you just want to... Because you, you, you can't go anywhere. You, you, you are stuck there, you know. Just waiting for daylight. I was waiting for daylight so that, you know, I could go and see my doctor. Because I've been praying, Lord, heal me. Heal me. That whole night... In the morning, my wife looked at me. He says, oh, you know, you need to see a doctor. And so, you know, we called our doctor at the church and, you know, went to see him, gave me a jab for the pain. And, you know, it, it was still there. The pain was still there. This, this, this was hard. It was not going away. So Sunday morning came. And, you know, I, I always tell people this. And let me just say this to you today. People often say, I can't go to church because I'm sick. Have you heard this before? You are somebody, oh, were you not in church today? No, I, I couldn't go because I was sick. Well, that's the reason why you should go. Right? If you're sick, you should go to church. Amen? And get healed. The wrong place to be is at home. The right place to be is in church. I mean, I've been a pastor long enough. I've heard that excuse a million times. You know, can't go to church. Why, pastor? I'm sick. Well, you should be in church. Well, I was sick, but I had to go to church. You say, oh, but you're the pastor. You can't escape. So, so I, went, I went to church the next morning and I was in so much of pain. And I was going to serve communion that morning. And I, you know, I think it was just to, to, to pick up that wafer was like a ton. It felt like that, you know, just because it was so much pain. But as I, I did that and I, and, I, and I led the people in communion and I took communion for my healing. Right after communion, it was a miracle. The pain just immediately left and I could do this. And I'm like, when I'm going to preach, I'm like, I'm, I'm exercising, you know, up on stage and Everybody was watching and wondering what is the pastor doing today? You know, a few extra moves and all that. But what they didn't realize was I was exercising my faith. Because I was being healed. God was healing me. After that, I, I told my doctor. Uh, <laughs> he said, Pastor, the good news is my medicine didn't heal you. But Jesus did. Amen. See, my dear friends... God wants to heal you. 
And He wants to infuse His life into you so that you can have a good life. Hallelujah. The second question you want to ask yourself is, is there dryness in your life because of some situation you faced recently? Maybe sorrow, sadness, or loss of hope. You've, you, you've been believing or hoping for something, but it's not been happening. And you feel like, ah, feel discouraged. Some of you here may be broken hearted because of a failed relationship maybe. Because of somebody who disappointed you. Oh, someone who's, who's let you down. You know, I know, I know firsthand how it feels like for, to be let down. I don't know about you, but I, I know. I've been let down many times before. Many times before. I remember once when I was, when I was in Bible school, I was so poor. I mean, seriously, I was so poor. I, 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 I was struggling in Bible school. And one day, you know, I, I went to preach in this fellowship. I was living in Singapore then. I went to preach in this fellowship and, and a couple came up to me. And somehow, you know, I mean, this very well-dressed couple, they looked like they were well-to-do people, you know, and me, Bible school student, couldn't hardly even pay for my next meal. Uh, you know, when, when I met these people, I was like, wow, look at these people. They, they look so nice. They, they look like people who eat well. And I was very thin then. I, I didn't have all what I have right now. I was very thin then. <laughs> really skinny, you know. Like, like even skinnier than Pastor Gabe, you know. Skin. No, not enough food. And, and I, I remember, I, I saw these people and you know what? And they began to, to, to show li- uh, 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 a liking towards me. They were like, oh, you know, uh, we, we, we like what you preach and, and all that. And then they asked me about what I was doing when I was in Bible school. They, and they began to inquire of me. And I was like, wow, these people really are interested in me. And I'm like, I'm like this... This must be the people that God is sending to help me. Because I couldn't pay my college Bible school fees. I couldn't pay for my meals. So, you know, when you are in that kind of situation, you really hope, right, that somebody will come and just help you. And I was hoping. I saw these people and, you know, and I, and I, and I was really hoping that these, these people would help me. And then... Before the evening was over, they said to me, you know what? The Lord put on our hearts that we want to bless you. I'm like, oh, thank you, God. I mean, and, and, and we want to we help you. What do you need? Tell us what you need. I said, I need help paying my Bible school fees. They said, sure, we'll help you. No problem, we'll help you. We'll take care of you. And, uh, and, and, and so they, they, they were going to pay my fees. I went back to the Bible college and I told my wife, who was not my wife yet then, I told her that we were going to get help. And she was rejoicing with me. We were like, oh, elated the whole night. Happy, 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 happy. Then they, they called and told us that, you know, uh, they'd like to meet us at the World Trade Center 
the, the following day where they would come and give us the funds that we needed to pay for our fees. Oh, thank you, God. I was so happy. I went there the next day. I took a bus by myself. And when I arrived there, I waited at the spot that they told me to wait. And I waited. And I waited. And I waited. They didn't show up. Anybody felt like that before? Or somebody has disappointed you? I mean, you've hoped in that. And, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited. Then, you know, I thought, oh, maybe I'm at the wrong spot. See, see when you're so hopeful, you, 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 you think well of them. And, so I, and in those days, we didn't have mobile phones. So I went to the public phone, and I put a coin in there, and I called them. And when I, when I heard their voice on the other side, on the other line, they, they said to me, oh, I said, I said oh, I, I'm waiting here for you. Uh, did, I, did I mishear you? Was I supposed to wait somewhere else? Oh, no, no, we're so sorry. Oh, you know, we're so sorry, but we are unable to help you. We're really so sorry. We're so sorry. God bless you. And you know what? I can, I can still remember standing there at that phone booth. The phone was still in my hands, but there was nobody on the other line anymore. And I was just tearing. I was just weeping. I felt so disappointed and discouraged by these people. I stood there and I wept and I wept and I wept. I turned around from there, took the bus, went back to the Bible school. I told my wife then what, what happened. And she said to me, oh, you know what? They were not meant for us. They were not meant to help us. Let's just trust the Lord. But I said, that was what I was doing, trusting the Lord. And I thought that God had sent them to help us. How many of you know that sometimes you get discouraged like that? People let you down. Anybody here? Somebody let you down before? Oh, I see a lot of hands. But I want you to know something. God didn't let me down. They let me down, but God didn't let me down. Because just weeks after that, I was called up by the school. And I was told that if I don't pay up the fees, I'm going to be kicked out. How many of you know that the pressure is on? The pressure is on. And you know, if, if I didn't finish Bible school, I don't know what I would have been today. Maybe I would not be here today. I don't know. My life would have been different perhaps. But I want you to know that our God is mighty. Because days later, it was my birthday. After... I was, uh, you know, uh, uh, told by the college that I would be kicked out if I don't pay the fees by a certain date. It was my birthday. I was sitting under a coconut tree in the, in the, in the compound of the Bible school. <laughs> and I was just sitting on, a, on one of those swings, you know. I'm swinging and like, you know, my birthday. I have nothing to do. I have no money. I have no, nothing to celebrate. <laughs> and I'm just, uh, I'm just talking to the Lord. Lord, today is my birthday. 
and I really have nothing to thank you for. I mean, seriously, honestly. I'm like, Lord, I'm just being honest, you know. Lord, I, I'm, I'm really needing this, this breakthrough. I need a breakthrough today. I need, I need this fees paid. And now they're going to kick me out. Lord, you really need to help me, Lord. Some help, please. And I'm just sitting there under the coconut tree, you know. And then a while later, a, a lady from the office came and she said, Oh, uh, Albert, we need you upstairs. There's only two things that happen when you're called to the office. It's never good. <laughs> it's never good, you know. And so I'm like, oh, they're going to kick me out. I mean, I'm sure something has happened, you know. So I went up there and the first thing they said to me was, hey, you know, this came in for you today. I said, what? What came in for me? I said, oh, could you please verify this? I said, what is it? It was a check for $1,000. And it came from the nation of Brunei. I have never been to Brunei. I don't know anybody in Brunei. Yeah, okay. So, so I'm like, Brunei? Who could this be? And so she says, there's a letter that, is, that has come with this, with this check. So I said, let me read it. And this is, this is what was written. Dear Albert and Stephanie, I don't know you, neither do you know me. Exactly, this is what was written in the letter. I don't know you, neither do you know me. But several days ago, in my time of prayer, God spoke to me and said, send a thousand dollars to Albert and Stephanie in Tungling Bible School, Singapore. She, she oh, amen. And she, she went on to, to her pastor and she said, pastor, is there such a school? She didn't know. The pastor said, oh yeah, I've heard of that school in Singapore. And she said, do you know of any such people, Albert and Stephanie? pastor said, I don't know. Uh, well, he said, I can help you call and find out. So he called the school and found out that there were two such people there, Albert and Stephanie. And so she said, that's all I need. She wrote the check to the school and addressed it for us, for both of us, and sent that letter. I have never met her. Till this very day, I don't know who she is. But I want you to know that people may disappoint you, but God will never disappoint you. God will never disappoint you. If He needs to move heaven and earth to meet your need, He will do it. That's how much He loves you. Amen. And I want to tell you this, that from that day, from that day when that first check came from Brunei, Every other day, I was called to the office. And I, I never enjoyed going to the office as much as I did those times. Because whenever I went up, I was like, hopeful. And you know what? And true enough, the office will, it will tell me, oh, so much came in for you today. So much came in for you today from anonymous givers. Somebody sent this. Somebody, you know what? It was amazing. Even to the point that when I went into my classroom and I was not even having enough money for my next meal. And I was sitting at my table in my classroom. When you have no money for your meals, what do you do? Sit at the table in your classroom. Because you have nothing else to do. And I sat there. And you know what? And I, and I did this. I was, I was opening my drawer. Open the drawer. Close the drawer. Open the drawer. Close the drawer. That's what I was doing. 
You know, just opening, closing, opening, closing. And, you know, I was doing that for the longest time. And you know what? I, I mean, after a while, I glanced down and I said, hang on a minute. There's something in my drawer which was not there before. And, you know, I stopped and I looked inside and there was money. You know what? I started seeing miracle after miracle after miracle of God's provision. Money appearing in my drawers. You know, people sending it. You know, what I'm trying to say to you here is this. Man can disappoint you. People can disappoint you. But God will never disappoint you. Amen? God will never let you down. So if you, if you, if you came today and you've been discouraged in some way, I want you to know that God is able to take care of you. He's able to make it up to you. Somebody has let you down, He'll make it up to you. Somebody has cheated you, He'll make it up to you. Somebody has stolen from you, He'll make it up to you. He'll bring back to you whatever has been stolen from you. Amen. And give you even more. Far more than you've lost. Hallelujah. That's what God will do for you. Amen. Because He heals the brokenhearted and He binds up your wounds. Today, let the life of Jesus get into you today. Because when He comes in, He will lift every burden and that burden will have no place to stay anymore within you. Amen. Amen. And I like what Pastor Giselle once said. I remember him saying this, you know, that, that the grace of God it goes to the deepest. It's like water, right? It goes to the lowest point. And then it lifts up whatever's at the bottom. Amen? And, and if I may add a little bit more, it lifts it up until it gets out of your system. Amen? So that you're free. You're free. That's what the grace of God will do for you. So that you can be so free. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you today to look to the Lord with me. Amen? Time is running quickly. Not the, the last one is, is this. Is there dryness in your, in your life because of sin? And you, you might say, Pastor, I'm already forgiven. That's right. You have been forgiven. But sometimes the enemy comes and reminds you again of the past. Again of whatever you've, you've, you've done before. And he tries to remind you of your failures. But I want you to know today, the Word of God tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12. Hebrews 8 and verse 12 tells us that for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Amen. I'll remember no more. This is what will happen for you. He doesn't remember your past anymore. Amen? Amen? Let me close with this today. In, in Romans chapter 8 and verse 11, it says, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through His Spirit who dwells in you. Hallelujah. You are right now about to be refilled with more of Jesus. You already have Him. You already have His Spirit in you. But right now, I believe that a fresh flow is coming for you. A fresh infilling. Amen? 
more of Jesus. More of Jesus for you. More of Jesus. Hey, we can have, we can always have more of Jesus. Amen. We can never have enough of Him. Let's have more of Him. Let's say, Jesus, come. Come, give me more. More of you and less of me. More of you and less of me. Amen. In, in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 15 in the message translation, it says here, our firm decision is to work from this focused center. One man died for everyone. And that puts everyone in the same boat. Tell the person next to you, you're in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. Amen. And he included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life. A resurrection life. A far better life than people ever lived on their own. Church, today, God wants to infuse you with more of His life. What is it that you need today? What is it that you are believing God for today? What is it that you are trusting God for today? He can do it for you. Amen? How many of you say today, Pastor, I need a touch from God. I just need Him to touch me today and set me free from whatever I'm going through right now. Can I see your hand? If, if that's you today, you need a touch from God today. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to know that the same Jesus who was raised from the dead is here today. And He's able to set you free. Let me tell you something very quickly. I, I am a recipient of God's grace. When I was 17 years old, I was dead for five hours. I was in the mortuary for five hours, dead as dead can be. But the love of God for me was so immense, more than I could ever imagine. He gave me a second chance. He gave me life again. Five hours later, I was alive. And that was an amazing miracle that God performed for me. And that is so that I can come here and tell you today that there is absolutely nothing that God cannot do. If He could raise me from the dead, think of what He can do for you. Think of what He can perform in your life. Amen? I'm just like you. We're the same. If you, if you take a knife and you cut my arm right now, my blood is the same color as yours. It won't be, it won't be gold or some, some special color. We're the same. We are all recipients of God's grace. And we need it every day. If Jesus could do that for me and raise me from the dead, and this scripture says the same life, that resurrection life, that far better life than people ever lived on their own. That life, He wants to infuse that life in you. Amen? If you're sick today, you can be healed. If you're going through a trial today, you can have a breakthrough. If you're broken hearted today, God can restore you. All you need is Jesus. Church, today, I want to give you the privilege of coming to Jesus. Just remember one thing. Remember that you, you're coming to Jesus today. Come expecting to receive from Jesus. He is your healer. He is your restorer. He is your provider. Let the life of Jesus fill you today. And as you come, lift your hands to Him. Receive from Him today. Because He is faithful. Amen. 
Amen? Amen? Are you still here? Amen? Are you excited today to get something from Jesus? Amen? I'm going to come down in a little while. I'm going to come and lay hands on you very quickly. But remember, look to Jesus. He's the healer. He's the restorer. He's the miracle worker. He's going to do it for you. All you have to do is say, Thank you, Jesus. I receive from you. Thank you, Jesus. I receive from you. And that's all that you need to do. And you will see the power of God in your life today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a powerful presence here in this place, you know. Amen. Wonderful Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Maybe there's some people here right now or even in the fourth floor. Maybe this is the first time that you've attended a service like this. You know, you heard a simple message about life. And you're saying to yourself, I'm not ready. I don't know if I have life inside of me. I don't know if I have Jesus inside of me. Well, today, God wants for Him to be real in your life. So if that is you, you have not given your life to the Lord. You have not accepted Him as your Lord and Savior. You're not sure if you are saved. Then I'm going to ask you right now to raise your hands. If those people, those who need Jesus, those you know that you have not received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, Raise your hands and we're going to pray for you. I see your hand at the back anymore. Hallelujah. Maybe there are some people at the fourth floor. Thank you, Jesus. You can put down your hand right now. And I'm going to pray a prayer of accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Follow this prayer after me. And I believe as you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. Are you ready? Congregation, why not pray along as we usher these people into this new life in Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me and thank you for sending your Son. Thank you for sending life. I was dead, but now as I receive you, Jesus, into my life, thank you that I am now alive. I have life inside of me. I am saved. I know now that you have freely forgiven forgiven me of all of my sins thank you for this new life that I have in you and thank you for this life eternal life that I will live in you in your name I pray amen and amen thank you for listening for more information follow us on social media or visit our website at newlifebefore.com.